Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Editor's Desk here on Biz News Radio. This is Felicity Duncan and with me on the line, Alec Hug. This is our final Editor's Desk for 2019, Alec, and it's been an eventful year. It's been an important year. And uh, I'd like to take a little time today to just look back over 2019 um, from the, the perspective of the country and from the perspective of our team. So let's start by saying, you know, 2019 is uh, Ramaphosa's second year uh, in power. And uh, plenty has happened. We've seen a lot of highs and lows. As we approach the very end of the year here, what is your takeaway or your key takeaways for how South Africa performed in 2019? Well, it's been quite an extraordinary year in many ways, but we're getting used to this now. It's like the world has speeded up. And in a South African context, there's been an enormous amount of work being done behind the scenes as well as uh, out, out in the open as well, to get things right, to start cleaning up the mess of the past. And, of course, uh, the reaction to that from those who benefited from, the, uh, from what was happening in the past has been that uh, Ramaphosa hasn't done things either fast enough or that uh, he's the wrong person, they should bring back Zuma because things were stable and calm. But that is uh, is really an approach of great ignorance because the issues that we're dealing with now are those issues that were picked up in the past. So lots of progress. I think 2020 will start seeing the benefits of that, uh, well, the, the cleaning of the room, if you like. Uh, this year, it, it's still been very much in the middle of it. And uh, it's like when you're in the middle of a storm, it's hard to realize when the storm is starting to abate. But within the South African context, it does, when I look ahead to 2020, it does look like the things are going to start settling down a little. And the benefits of the past couple of years of very hard work on a range of areas are going to start seeping through. What would you say, looking at the performance of corporate South Africa this year, you know, we've seen um, highs and lows, and I know you've spoken to a lot of really interesting people over the last year, and we've seen things like, you know, Tonga, for example, speak, springs immediately to mind. Uh, what would you say are the, the key takeaways or the key lessons that corporate South Africa has learned this year? And what's the outlook going forward? And I know you um, spoke to Pet Filion a bit about this too. When you have a look at these kind of things, um, I've, I refer back to Moises Naim's book, The End of Power. It really was a masterpiece. He wrote it in 2013. And how I came across it was when Mark Zuckerberg, I think in 2015, made it his year of the books. It was the very first book that he recommended people read. Zuckerberg that year read a book a month or a book a week or something like that. But anyway, by um, forwarding uh, Moises Naim's book, he, he got, I guess, a lot more people to pay attention to it. But it really is one of those magnificent um, thought pieces looking ahead. And in it, his thesis is very much that technology has taken away the advantage of the big. So the giants who used to benefit from scale are no longer enjoying that kind of a benefit. And actually that you need to be looking at things very differently across the board because the future doesn't belong to consolidating of power or the the old command and control setup. It's more a system of 
devolution of power. And I think that's that's something that's been going through uh, or working through the economy in many ways, working through the world in many ways as well, that it's hard to adjust to it. It's hard to get your head around it. But once you do, you can start changing the way that you approach things. And I, I, I just think in that context, the, the whole way of the electricity uh, crisis that we've seen in South Africa has got people to start thinking differently. At the beginning of the year, there was almost this, uh, I, I guess, universal belief that Madupi and Kusili were the way to go. You needed to put these big power stations together and that that would have been the most efficient way of delivering electricity. But now we're starting to realize more and more that there are alternative ways to do this in smaller ways, in little packages, which are actually a lot cheaper. We, we're doing that here at home. We're looking now for a solar solution. And we know that the solar power that we're going to be receiving from this solution even when you take all the capital into account, it'll be cheaper than the power that we're receiving from Eskom. So it's, it's, there are a lot of these developments that are going forward that we need to kind of get our heads around. And when there is change, when there's transformation as human beings, we don't really like it. But if we do invest the time and have the open-mindedness to understand that, things do kind of fall into place. And what about uh, on the more personal level? Because this has been a really busy year for biz news. And uh, there have been a lot of changes. Um, we've experimented with a lot of things. We've uh, entered into new relationships and partnerships as an organization. Uh, give us a little bit of background about what 2019 means for biz news and how you think it's setting the, the, the team up to thrive into the future. Well, it was quite interesting. If you look back to a year ago, we were in, well, in the final throes of our globalization project. Jeanette and I were still based in the UK. We were uh, already seeing that what we'd put in place uh, two and a half years before in setting up a hard currency revenue stream had actually worked out. So from that perspective, we were looking to the next phase in business development, and that would have been coming home. So it's almost like uh, 2016 to 2018 was the time of, of, of stabilization, of securing the sustainability of the business, because uh, for any South African company which is has got big uh, international costs, uh, the the currency is a is a massive issue, and we've now overcome this. Um, coming to a year ago, we then returned in. Um, April, May this year, 1st of May. And from that, we've been able to really refocus, re, re-engage with the South African community in a large degree. And along the way, um, met and did a deal with Labache, who are the company who've also acquired uh, the, well, 100% shareholding in what used to be Tisa Media, uh, the media business that owns the Sunday Times. Uh, business day, financial mail, the Sowetan and a television network, etc. So, so lots of other things uh, that they have in their camp. I worked with them very closely uh, for much of the second half of the year uh, in, in helping them to, uh, well, as part of a team that was going first into investigating what needed to be done. And then in the most recent months, uh, going in there and seeing 
uh, up front, meeting the staff, meeting the team, the managers, and how, seeing how we can support the cause into the future. Now, what it means for business having Lebache as a strategic shareholder is that it gives us a additional uh, layer, if you like, of uh, security for the sustainability into the future. So after going to the UK, setting things up there, we were pretty invulnerable thereafter to whatever happened to the exchange rate of the RAND. Now, with a strong partner, we can do the expansion issues, which every startup has always got lots of ideas. And although we're six years old, for us, we still think like a startup. You know that, Felicity. I mean, we, we don't, um, we haven't got a, we don't have an office. Everybody works from home. Um, we have a, this very uh, specifically remote approach to things. We communicate uh, regularly and all the time, in fact, by using technology. So we ag- aggressively implement technology to give us the scalability, which we now have um, in in the um, in the whole business uh, ecosystem. So I'm looking forward to a year in 2020 where business can really start uh, building on the, the the platform that it's created, where the team can probably be uh, supplemented with a few uh, additional um, journalists, stroke uh, data analysts, just just to uh, as you as you get more resources, you reinvest those resources, and I can see that happening for business. But most of all, right at the the, uh, the pinnacle of what we do is to serve our community, and I can see that the community that we've served in the past year will hopefully have seen that the service that we've provided them has improved. And will improve into the future when this, as this virtuous circle of high, greater resources, which can then get reinvested into your servicing of the community, etc., uh, just starts to spin a little faster. So it's been a, a an amazing adventure with business up to this point in the last six years, but I can see it accelerating accelerating into the future. Now, what are you looking out for in 2020? Because, you know, as you said, we've made some quiet, let's call it quiet progress as a country over the last year. And there's been some quiet progress in South African corporate life. And um, I say, I would say some loud and noisy progress at the business level. Um, What are you looking out for in 2020? Like, what do you want to see happen at the national level? What do you want to see happen in the business environment? And what do you want to see happen for us at BizNews? Well, at the national level, I I would like to see uh, greater involvement in um, in in the reality of the world that we're living in from those who make the political decisions. There's still too much of a mindset that belongs to the past. It's been dram- the world has changed dramatically, and we're seeing just from the UK uh, election results this past week how big that swing has been. Where um, in 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 that country constituencies that hadn't that had always that had been labor for the last 50 years or, or more swinging across to the conservatives who seem to have a better plan for the future and i'm hoping that these pennies are dropping in pretoria that people are now realizing within the the governing party in south africa that things need to be done differently and that they can they can go ahead with bold steps 
because the population is actually, in this case, ahead of the politicians. In many ways, people are much more mindful and aware of the changes in the world than the politicians who in many respects, or not, you can't say the politicians, but many politicians who are still caught up in the dogma. And the reality, to, to even see people or, or groups of people calling for the return of Jacob Zuma is just, it just shows how, how splintered and how fractious a society can get sometimes. So that's on a national level, the nation building, uh, the, the, uh, the Ramaphosa train gathering momentum, the economic uh, changes that everybody knows has to be implemented, but actually being introduced. I'd love to see that. On a, a, a corporate level or a business level, the, the big, big story of the past year has been the way that auditors have once again been found out. And the whole system of governance is based on a having to actually believe or being having to trust excessively. And we've seen that in Steinhoff and in this past year we saw it with Tongard where investors are excessively trusting auditors who are excessively trusting management. And it comes back to maybe the implementation of something a little more mature, a little more focused, the, that saying of trust but verify, trust but verify, and taking responsibility as investors, as as uh, uh, business executives, and as those who are paid to check the governance of it. I, I'm seeing, or I would expect that there would be quite a, a lot of momentum in that direction in the year ahead, with South African business also getting better and better. Um, it, it's a reality that when you're in a in in an environment where the profit margins are squeezed, as they have been now in this country for a few years, you just got to get better, or you go out of business. And in many ways. South African business had a relatively easy ride for many, many, many years, for decades. Being isolated, uh, there wasn't the, um, the network of the world that one sees today. And what I like about this is that you're seeing some exciting new companies coming through, lots of innovative developments. We had uh, our latest business partner, for instance, who have got the uh, uh, bright light uh, solar who, who put solar panels into uh, complexes and for free, so they don't cost the complex anything, and then they guarantee that the electricity that's generated by those panels will be charged to the users at 15% below ESKIM. Now, that's something that, that, is, that, that is highly innovative and is based on incentives that government's trying to get through. So I'm seeing more and more of this kind of uh, uh, burmaka plan kind of approach from South African business, but not necessarily the big businesses, but more the small businesses who are catching on to ideas that that work in a domestic sense, but also those that can be imported from elsewhere. And I guess uh, from a personal perspective and from a a business perspective, another year of growth, another year of, of listening, another year of opening one's mind to the, all the influences that, that, that come to us, most of them are positive, and if you embrace them in the uh, in, 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 with a positive attitude, it does turn uh, what could be an ordinary year into an extraordinary one, as we've had in 2019. 
That's all we have time for. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to read a summary of this interview, there's one up uh, on biznews.com in the premium section. And if you're looking for a last-minute gift idea, you can pick up a BizNews premium subscription, just £5 a month, and that'll give you access to our great content and to the content available from our partner, The Wall Street Journal. Uh, we're wishing you a very happy holiday season, and we'll see you in the new year.